This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 64 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are diving into the five steps for productivity measurement. And it is a topic that I feel like we've kind of been touching on. We've talked about this whole feeling of overwhelm and how it can paralyze many of us. And then many of us don't know if we're spending the right amount of time on the one thing that is going to continue to drive our business forward. So today, we're really going to dive into using data to analyze and determine whether we are actually being productive or if we're just doing busy work. Let's dive in. I am so excited to get to see you. Today is Tuesday. It's 11 a.m. Eastern, and I am live on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. As you guys are coming in, if you could give me a hey, give me a good morning. I am so excited to cover what we're going to be diving into today. I just did an amazing interview with Sabrina Snyder from Dinner Than Dessert. She was our expert in the industry inside my membership site, Master New Influence, and she blew the doors off of what where I thought we were going to go for that training. So I am so excited to be able to actually continue some of that with some people that I see that are coming in that were over in that training as well. And for those that are not part of the membership site, well, why not? Just kidding. No, really. But I am going to be offering a summer promotion for the membership site in upcoming month. So please keep an eye out for that. And for those that are looking to join Pitch Perfect Pro, when we do open it back up in May, definitely join in a tier where you get access to the membership site. It is so worth it. I cannot tell you, I am always blown away by the information that is shared by our experts, as well as you get a ton of great training from me. (laughs) All right, guys. Good morning. Hey, Ange. Thank you, Annie, for showing up again. Good morning, Megan. Hey, Kelly, Morgan, Marisa. I am so excited that you guys are joining in for this. So let's talk about We've been talking over the last couple of weeks about this whole idea of overwhelm, that we all feel it. We feel like, where do we go? How do we move forward? Not sure what to do. So today we are actually going to continue talking about this, but we're going to take a look at actually doing productivity measurement. What are ways that we can actually see how we are improving and making strides towards knocking down those dominoes? in our one thing. So if you have been following along for the month of March book club, it has been the one thing. And I am going to be announcing, you probably can see it up in the description, that our book club for the month of April is going to be the four hour work week by Timothy Ferris. So now I know that there's a ton of you going four hours in a work week. Sounds amazing, right? Well, that doesn't just mean because I have had this on my bookshelf for months and did not want to start reading it because I felt like four hours, like seriously, are they kidding? What are they doing only for four hours working? I didn't understand exactly. So Anne's just said four hours, I wish. 
that is exactly why I put off reading it. Now, I have started it because I wanted to get a feel for it. I actually met Tanner Bell, who is a craft blogger when I was at Alt Summit. And he recommended this book to me. He said it made all of the difference in his book. I said, it's on my shelf. I need to start reading it. He said, yes, you absolutely do. So we are going to be reading it for the month of April. Now, if you do not have the book, you can see that up in the description is my affiliate link for Amazon. Please feel free to download it. You can also listen it to an Audible because Trish, I saw you just say who has time to read. Let's listen to it, right? That's why we love podcasts. So you can definitely also get it via Audible. Um, if you go to your local library, you can possibly get it from there. You don't have to put up the extra money to be buying all these books. If you don't want to have them on your shelf, just borrow it from somewhere. It's totally perfect. We are still finishing up the one thing for the month of March. There will be a prompt that is coming this week as well as the last prompt for next week. The sharing that you guys have been doing on Instagram stories has been awesome. Make sure that you are tagging me at Jenny underscore Melrose and your Insta stories showing me all the things that you have been figuring out with the one thing. Because that one thing is what can truly move your business forward. And I think after we just had our interview for Mastering Your Influence with Sabrina Snyder, we heard her say she understood her one thing. She knew what that task was. And I think that there are a couple things that we can take a look at to truly understand whether or not we are focusing on the right one thing or not. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So that way we can make sure that we are moving forward, not feeling that overwhelmed. I've had a ton of conversations with different people recently with my consults that are via the membership site. And they're telling me, Jenny, I just feel like there's not enough time in the day. I feel like I can't continue to move forward or that if I am moving forward, am I doing the right things? Well, we need to evaluate it. And that's what, exactly what we're going to cover today. So we're going to cover the five steps for productivity measurement. Your first step is that you need to be able to analyze where you're spending your time. You have to know in your day, and you can't just say to me, oh, Jenny, come on. I spend some time on social media, and I spend some time creating a recipe, and then I spend some time creating content. No, 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 no. I want you to literally, in a week's time, I want you to track and log exactly what you're doing during your time when you have free time. Whether it is... Now, I know a lot of us will say to me, well, Jenny, I don't work nine to five. I get it. I am a mom as well. And I understand that some of us are doing this as a side hustle. Some of us are doing this around kids, around babies. I can remember times when I was on social media building my business while I was up in the middle night doing a feeding at 3 a.m. with a newborn. So I get it. I'm not going to give you times from 9 to 5. I want you to really look at your entire day from the time you wake up to the time you go up bed. And if you are someone that is doing feedings at night and you're working on your business while you're doing that, track that as well because I want to see what you're putting your time into. I think you're going to be a little shocked. The first time I did this, I was mortified at the amount of time that I was actually spending on social media and not actually working on my business. But I thought that I was. I was just doing busy work. I was going in and out of groups, reading threads. It had nothing to do with my business. So 
once I sat back and started to track it and see where was I spending my time, first of all, I noticed that, yeah, I didn't waste as much time on Facebook as I used to, just reading random threads from kids that I went to high school with. Instead, I was actually getting into a group, putting in a prompt. I was getting onto my Facebook page, scheduling something. And then I was getting off because I was holding myself accountable to tracking this amount of time that I was actually putting into my business and where I was placing that time. So I really want you to track this. You are going to have specific action steps. You are going to be held accountable. You cannot just say to me, I spend from nine to one on my business. What does that look like? Tell me, I want to know. I want you to really write it down. Like, what are you doing for your business? Are you creating a recipe? Is that recipe taking you two hours to do? Are you doing one recipe at a time? We just had an amazing interview with Sabrina Snyder. And she talked about the fact that she batch cooks. Batch cooks. So that if she is doing a recipe, she's not, it's her recipe day. She's not doing one recipe. She talks about the fact that she does 12 to 15 recipes in a day. And then she shoots those all in one day. So really take a look at how long is that one recipe taking you? Maybe batch cooking doesn't work for you because you're by yourself and you don't have people that will be eating the food afterwards. But if you are spending four hours doing one recipe to create it, to cook it, there's probably a problem, especially if you're not getting anything else done around it. You really want to take a look at this. So I want you to track it, whether it is on a planner, whether it is on a loose leaf piece of paper, write down your hours from when you get up to when you go to bed and what exactly you're doing. Now, obviously, for those of us who have kids, Sometimes your weeks are not going to look the same from week to week. Um, you could have a child with the stomach bug, which I just saw and saying that. So, you know, this week, I want you to try your absolute best to track it as per, you know, as specific as you can. But if it kind of something goes south with your family, then that's fine. So, Marisa, I want you, as soon as you are done, actually, you can probably tell me I know where you were starting at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern. I want you to start from today at 10 a.m. Eastern. If you were live with me over in Mastering Your Influence, then you can show that that's what you were doing. Now, what did you do when I was done training though? So from 10 to 10.45, I trained with you guys, right? What did you do from 10.45 to 11 before you came in here? Be honest, show exactly what you did because don't say to me, oh, I did training with Jenny from 10 to 11.30. When in reality, I was done for 15 minutes and you could have gotten something knocked off your to-do list. So I really want you to take a look at every minute, everything that you are doing so that you are being honest with yourself and um, the time that you are spending. Okay. Um, so that's perfect. Pinned on a group. Yes, Marisa, you took advantage of it. I love it. Okay, good. Um, all right. So now the second step is going to be to interpret interpret where your income is coming from. So we were just talking to Sabrina, someone, Megan, actually asked the question, where is the majority of your income coming from? You guys need to look at that too. Where are you seeking it? Is it coming from sponsored posts? Is it coming from affiliates? Is it coming from ads? Is it not coming yet? So in that case, if we're at a point where our income isn't coming in yet because we're relatively new. Maybe we've only been blogging for a year. We're still putting money into the business rather than seeing any come out of it. Then I want you to track your page views. I want you to get an idea of how you can measure your success. And 
The first place you would look is your income. Where is that coming from? The second place is going to be page views because that is honestly what will continue to drive the income, no matter if it is affiliates, ads, sponsored work, products, whatever it might be. So income first. If you don't have income to track, take a look at page views. Now, you're looking at these things because what you're going to find is the 80-20 rule. We have talked about in this in a previous training where you will actually see 80% of your income is probably coming from 20% of your pieces or tasks or projects that you're doing. Okay. So perfect example, Mallory's family. We have income diversified through ads, sponsored posts, affiliates, and products. Probably at this point, the majority of it is coming from sponsored posts. That is what it has been for quite some time for me. And I am showing that 80% of that income is coming from... So think about it. I just had four different things there. So about 20% of what I've been able to do as far as my income, 80% of the income is coming from that. All right. And you are going to find that that is the case. And because of that, we will find that we are doing all these other things when in reality, if we put our time and our effort into that piece, that 20% piece, and we started to make it more of our time, that income would continue to grow. It would still be 80%, but it would start to be much larger than what it already is. Okay. So I really want you to take a look at the different ways that you're making income or the different ways in which page views are coming. You could actually analyze this both ways. So when you are looking at page views, is it coming from SEO, Google? Is it coming from Pinterest, Facebook, your email list? Look and see where it's coming from so you can try to determine where you should be spending the majority of your time because that's where the page views are coming from. Okay. Kelly just said, when we talked about this in a coaching call, it totally changed how I looked at what I focused on during my office hours. Yes, because that is a piece of this, all right? So we've talked about analyzing. We talked about really interpreting our data, our income, and our page views. And what the third thing that you're going to have to make sure that you do is that when you are trying to decide on what the projects and the tasks are that you're going to move you forward. Because that's a conversation that a lot of people have been having with me. I understand that people have said to me that I need to have the one thing. I need to find the one thing that's going to move my business forward. But I don't know what that one thing is. That's what a lot of people have said they have struggled with. And that's why when you look at your income and you look at your page views, you're going to see where the majority is coming from. And that is going to be your one thing. That is where you need to decide, okay, I need to figure out a way to put time, tasks, projects into that one thing rather than worrying about trying to grow my Twitter, okay? Something to keep in mind. You cannot do all of the things. It is not possible. I don't care who you are. It is not possible to do all the things. And even if you hire out for people to do some of all the other things, all the other tasks that you need to get done. Is it moving your business forward? I've had lots of conversations with entrepreneurs whose businesses are doing six figures. And they say to me, I'm overwhelmed. I still feel like there's not enough time in the day. Well, it's because they are putting out expenses towards other people to do their work. And is it really ending up 
being income for them? Or is it just an expense that they're wasting money at? So you really need to be able to take a look at this data to figure out what is going to help you, to move you forward, to knock down those dominoes. Okay, with this being said, there are some of you that I know that is watching. Kelly, I've already seen you kind of pop in, so I'm totally gonna throw you under the bus here. Um, Kelly is from Typically Simple, and I know her business. She is a gold member, and I know that Kelly sees a ton of her income coming from her products right now, her principles. She has a list that buys pretty much anything she puts out. So because of that, that is where her one thing is. She should be putting her time into her products and continuing to grow that list because the growing the list is what's driving the page views and the products are what's driving the income. So if we take a look at putting our time and effort into something, Kelly's printables is what she should be putting her time into. Now, in order to do that, you need to put a deadline on it because what you are going to find is that when you put a deadline on something, you are able to get a heck of a lot more done in less time because you put a deadline on it. Think back to high school or college when you had a project due. You were able to bang out work when you left it to the last minute and totally forgot about it because you were out having a good time. Much faster than if you had had two weeks to get a project done. It's the same thing. When you force yourself to have a deadline to commit to saying, I'm going to have this out and you tell, start putting it out on social media and you start telling people, it gets done. I recently had a conversation with one of my mastermind groups. We were talking about the fact of this whole idea of a deadline and making sure that people know that something is coming. Well, I had this great idea that I wanted to write a book and I had put it out on social media, but I never put a deadline on it. So guess whose book isn't even out of the outline stage. But what I did do is I told you all that Launch Pro was going to be done in the spring. I should have put a stricter deadline on it. I needed to put a date on it. So I'm going to tell you all that Launch Pro will be done by April 15th for my list and for people to buy at a early bird price. <sighs> Put it out there. Now we have to actually do it. You guys have to do the same thing. I've been putting off trying to put a deadline to it because I know how much work still needs to go into it. But if I actually put that deadline on, on it, it will get done because that deadline is there for me. I'm going to be able to bang that out instead of saying, oh, this can get done next week. Oh, this can get done next week. No, you put a deadline on it so that you can get it done today, this week. All right. The fourth way that you are going to take a look at your productivity is you are going to determine if it's busy work or if it's productive. And I literally want you to ask that question to yourself. I want you to stop three times during your day and to look, set times, set a time that you know that it's going to be kind of like your work hours when you think you're going to be doing time for on your business. Take a look and see at that specific time. Is it productive or is it just busy work? Are you answering emails that really don't have anything to do with moving your business forward, maybe in sponsor posts. If you're an answering an email that works directly with a brand, that's productive. But if you're answering an email from another blogger about going on your Pinterest board and being a contributor, that's not productive. 
That is just busy work. Yes, it's something that needs to get done at some point, but it's not the productive work that you need to be getting done during your hours where you're focusing on your business. That's something that you can be doing while you're watching Grey's Anatomy Thursday night at 8.15 and you've got your phone in front of you and you check your email and you're like, oh yeah, sure, you can join. I'll add you to my Pinterest board. It's something you don't need a lot of brain power for. It's something that you can do when you're not really focused on it. The focused time where you have, you have to make sure that it's productive on that one thing that you have determined. Okay, the fifth and final thing, and I know some people are going to want to like throw something at me when I say this, but you have to stop multitasking the tasks that need your full attention. It's okay to multitask. I'm not going to be one that's going to say to you, you can't talk to your kids and paint at the same time, or you can't talk to your kids and um, try to cook dinner. I think it's more realistic than painting, right? You have to be able to multitask. We are moms. Like we do have to be able to have a conversation with our kids. I want you to think about something. The conversation that your child is having with you, if it's something about like putting a book in their book bag for a library, sure. But if it's a conversation that you need to be present for, you shouldn't be cooking dinner. You should stop and pay attention to what they're saying, especially if it's something that's talking about gun control or the things that they're trying to practice in schools now. Like you have to make sure that you multitask at the right times. Cause let's be honest, like if you're cooking dinner and you're trying to have that conversation about gun control with them, it's probably not going to be your full focus. And I know all of you that are watching are the type of parents that would stop, that would stop cooking dinner, probably turn push it off the burner and turn around and then have that conversation with your child. You want to, if, approach your business the same way. When you should be focused on writing a post, you should not be looking for a Facebook notification or see if checking your email in the middle of it. Writing your content is something that you need to be focused on. You need to have all of your brain power. If you do not, it's only going to take longer. So I want you to really take a look at what is it that you're doing. Focus on that one thing during that time. I know that it's hard. I know as women, we have a tendency to say, oh, I can do eight different things at once. Um, I have been prone to say this to my own husband and say, how can you not function at the same time and get things done? Like, just move. Let's go. It's not as productive as we think that it is. So when it comes to your business, when it comes to this time of evaluating if you're being productive or if you're doing busy work, I want you to stop multitasking on those things. When you need your focus, stay focused. Now, perfect example. I gave you the example of watching Grey's Anatomy and answering email about someone wanting to be on your Pinterest board. That is not a productive activity. That is just something that you have to get done as part of your business. I am okay with you multitasking something like that, watching TV and answering an email. That's fine. But if you are sitting down to write a post and you are watching Grace Anatomy at the same time, I'm a little nervous about what's going to be in that post. <laughs> you never know what could come up. Probably be something a lot about wine. So make sure that you are really focused on what it is that you are doing that is going to move your business forward and stop the multitasking. So we have really been focusing in on this because I am routinely hearing from people about the overwhelm, about how they feel like they are not getting things done. They don't know where to focus. They don't know where to put your time. Use these five steps to productivity measurement to really figure out 
what is moving your business forward and how you are spending your time. We, like I said, for April are going to be diving into the four hour work week by Timothy Ferris. We will have the rating prompts. I want you to finish up the one thing for the month of March. If you are looking for that added accountability and you want to continue to move your business forward, think about joining my spring mastermind. Applications are closing this Friday because I am looking to kick those new mastermind groups off in the second week of April. So definitely put in your application. The link is up top to apply for the masterminds for spring. It is a three-month commitment. It is a paid mastermind. But I can tell you from... Actually, I don't even need to tell you. Just you go and click that link. You'll see a ton of different testimonials from different people that have gone through my mastermind programs. It definitely can make a difference in your business. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to joining in with me each week. If you are listening to the podcast and you are looking for more information on what I'm talking about with the links in the description, you can go over to JennyMellers.com and the podcast show notes will be there right from iTunes. You can be linked to the show notes so that you can pop over and find all the links that you need in order to apply for the mastermind grab your book, and continue to evaluate your business. All right, guys, until next time, I'll see you then. All right, guys, you have five steps to take in order to determine your productivity. Please make sure that you take on that challenge. Do the action steps that I gave you so that you can really determine if what you were spending your time on is the right one thing to move your business forward. I hope that you will absolutely join in on the April Book Club. It is open to any of my audience members. You will be able to find the weekly prompts over on the Jenny Mowers Facebook page. This is a perfect time to order the book so that you will be able to join in, whether it's on the prompts on Facebook or if you're tagging me on Instagram on Insta Stories. Remember over on Instagram, you can find me at Jenny underscore Melrose. You can always tag me when you guys are listening to the podcast. I absolutely love it when I see screenshots shared of the episodes that you're listening to. When you do that on, on Insta Stories and tag me on it, I will be sure to send you a personal message in return for doing so. It just gives the opportunity for so many other people to be able to find the podcast. And I appreciate you guys so much. I love seeing when you are listening and binge listening, whatever it might be that you are doing when you are listening to the podcast. It just means so much to me. With that being said, I would absolutely appreciate so much if you would leave a review on iTunes. It helps me to be able to come up higher in search when new influencers are looking for a podcast that could help them on their journey to making this a full-time income. So if you could leave a review, I would appreciate it so much. And I just want you guys to know that as we continue to work in our businesses to move them forward, we are helping each other to do so. So let's take some action. Make sure that you do follow the action steps that I gave you in this episode. And I will see you all next time. 